Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, the QBV, Kat Smith. And with me, as always, on the other side of the world, I have figured. How are you? I am good. Oh, God. What was that? <laughs> Someone's strangling your balls or something. Yeah. What have you got yeah. underneath your desk right now? <laughs> I'm not telling. <laughs> wow. wow. But I'm going to make loads of strange noises. Oh, really? Why is that to tell? Mm. No, I can't. No, why not? Oh, secrets. You've got yes. secrets. Yeah, oh, good. We've got secrets. Well, we're going to... We'll tease them out of you, don't you worry. I'm, like, I'm a master of getting secrets out of people. That's what happens when you have that. children. <laughs> you become a master. What else is going on in your life right now, Mr. Squeaky Viking? What's going on? Well, I've got two things. I've got a new phone. That's uh, intriguing oh, enough. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> there's a business lesson, though, to the new phone. Really? Oh, there's get always the right, a business lesson. Get the right fucking tools and save time and frustration. I'm so up to so the old fucking phone. I've been struggling with that for what? The last half year? Nine months? What? what? I don't know. Are why. you slow or something? It's stupid. Are you slow. It got. Uh, uh, the battery drained in three hours. It was 100%. And by 11, it would be. Or by noon. Well, it would you be know, empty you should stop downloading that midget porn. Really? Yeah, it's probably midget, midget porn with mini pony. Anyway, no, I got slightly more uh, up your street. Exciting. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, oh, I've been I've been working on the princess's daisy house. Oh, mm. that's so cute, isn't it? Well, it's lacking yeah. a few critical details, like say a door and the floor. But once that's done, <laughs> we're set. Critical <laughs> I built the porch. Yeah, so you haven't got a house yet. You've got a hut. Oh, yeah, and no, it's not it, it is. It is built. I just need to fix some with the flooring, and I need to put the door back in. I've, t- I've I took the door out to paint it. So it's almost done, and I I will also install a small sink and stuff, Aww. so they can do you know make how domestic sand cookies or whatever they do. You know, are you so. um are you are you going down the route of uh, what's it called when you um genderfication where you are you're assuming that the uh, little girls in your house will want to cook and clean. Yep. And. Uh, you're you know, making guess, it so guess which colour I painted it on the inside. <gasps> Don't tell me pink. Yep. But it's yep. blue on the outside. It's blue on the outside. Mm-hmm. Well, blue-grey-ish. <laughs> no, but it's and good. How, it. how do yeah. you, where do you stand on that? So you, your girls are girly girls, aren't they? They all like they like play with dolls and they do stuff, but they, uh, they're into outdoor activities. I'll let them play with whatever the fuck they want to play with. But I do see (laughs) where their interests are. And they like like playing with uh, kitchen dolls and stuff like that. So I'll let them. I don't try to steer them in any direction. And I hate people who try to... Who almost pull the the, the dolls out of the kids' hands and hand them a car or something just to... uh, This gender neutrality thing, I think it's a crock of shit. (laughs) <laughs> I, well, yeah, yeah, so that's my stance <laughs> that's your stance okay so uh, do you want to really tell us what you know how you really feel about it because I don't think we quite got that I and don't take me literally because I know you will because you're a fucking Norwegian <laughs> I think the kids should be allowed to do whatever the hell they want to do as long as they don't do anything 
You know, as long as they don't destroy anything or themselves or harm themselves, let them do what they want to do. So you're not going to take the stance of the family that I read about who uh, have had a child and they um, they are uh, raising the baby as gender non non what do you call that what Bi- uh, non binary oh gender not binary which you know oh, if people make the choice and when they're got con- age of consent and understanding and willingness and call themselves whatever they like that's up to them do not you know go for it. Uh, but they won't tell the sex of the baby to the grandparents or we'll let them have a bath with them or they see his genital, his, her genitals. Please tell genitals. me this is not true. And they only refer to the child as they, them, their. Ha- oh. It, oh. not it. <laughs> not it, oh. no, not it. Z. Uh, and until the child makes its own choice when it's old enough to speak about what it they they want to be that is so stupid i i, I struggle with <laughs> my brain kind of start it starts melting it it's just i'm unable to process that information and say something even vaguely intelligent about it because it's so <laughs> fucking stupid it's stupid the, the thing that gets me is, and, and and I was having this discussion with another friend, was um, it's tantamount to child abuse, really. It is. It is. It's like uh, forcing a religion on a child who doesn't understand and can't make a decision. Uh, yeah, that, you know, you can't tell them what gender they are because they're, because they might, uh, might offend somebody by being one yeah. or another. I'll tell you... As you know, I'm a, I'm a libertarian, Fucked. so I believe that people should have, you know... Does that hurt? <laughs> being a libertarian. <laughs> yeah, it does, actually. It hurts the head. Yeah, hurts. Because I believe that people soul. should be able to do mostly what they want to do. What I do struggle with is kids. Because you can't... <laughs> In general? Yeah, but you can't do whatever you want with kids, obviously, because they are not, you know, at the stage where they can decide what to do so you have to do the best with them so yeah. people say taking the kids out of school or doing the kind of stupid shit you just told about that, that talked about that's you know that's crossing the line it's really difficult it's child abuse you, it is child abuse it is child abuse that's the thing uh, and uh, mm. yeah I believe people should be free to raise their kids as they want as long as it doesn't mm. harm them in any way and this is actually it's always a question of definition quite- because you know Mm, true. Well, yeah, I think it how, bore, at a, least it's on a scale of one to abuse. ten, harmful. Yeah, how harmful yeah. is it? Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. We are talking about uh, stupidity. No, we're not talking about stupidity. We are talking about being <laughs> alone. Oh, being no. alone. All and you alone. accuse me of being boring and dark. All alone in the corner, sucking your thumb, rocking, rocking back and forward. Nobody loves you. Nobody cares. Um, hard work being a salon owner. Don't you think? Wow, this went from cheerful <laughs> to. <laughs> no, actually, right it's not about being totally alone because because I know this is one thing that I, we get a lot of. You and I get a lot of people telling us. You know, one of the hardest things they have about running a salon is that they feel like they're alone. Yep. They feel like they're doing it on their own, um, and it's hard to find um, people who could support them. Particularly, like their staff don't, their friends and family don't. A lot there's a lot of jealousies around people who are successful in business. There are a lot of people who don't understand why you're in business. There are a lot of people who want to tell you how to run a business and don't run a business themselves. 
Our staff don't particularly want to help you run your business because they're only there for their own agenda, which is fair enough because everyone has their own agenda. Um, And you just feel, sometimes you feel like, oh, fuck it. I just cannot be asked with humility anymore. Maybe not that that bad, but I have that feeling more than once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) When I hear stories about gender non-binary children, um, you just don't want to deal with humanity. But so what I was going to talk about was um, there was a... So I, do, I, I have a client who I write uh, a newsletter for and they do something similar to what we do, but they do it with people in the recruitment industry and they have um, a, they have a, a um, what do you call it, a, an elite group, a membership of people who have joined them um, and in their membership and they meet with them every three months. So similar to what you and I do, Vigad, when yep, we go to yep, call yep. Meet Our Mentor. Um, and... These people in their membership come to get information, to share stories, to get more ideas, to grow, and that sort of thing. And they were saying that when they try, when they recruit these people to their membership, or when these people put themselves forward as saying they want to apply to their um, their group, uh, their mentoring group, they know who is going to be successful probably within the first two or three com- um, sentences of the conversation that they oh, have yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, and it's quite easy to see how how that works. And and probably you and I have seen it quite a lot with other people, um, particularly I know with salon owners, I know who's going to do the work and yeah, I know who's exactly. not and I know who's going to be successful yeah. just in the first few minutes. And um, they were saying, and I thought it's really profound, it was something about, so about, you know, why join a coaching group or a mentoring group? Um, and a lot of it is around um, accountability because sometimes you you go away and you think, I can't be asked doing something because I'm alone and I can't be bothered. And you lose a lot of motivation. So you have accountability because sometimes you'll have a partner within the group that you can talk to or you say what you're going to do with the, to the group you know, every three months and then you have to go back and report what you've done. So you've got a kind of little kick up the ass every now and again to make sure that you're on the right track. Um, and you've got someone there to support you if things are going wrong or things are going well and that sort of thing. Um, but also... The one thing that, and it really struck me, so it made me think quite um, hard about why it's so important to be part of a, a membership group like that, or a good one particularly, is that the difference between, they were saying the difference between someone who's doing a six-figure um, turnover, who comes along and gets the information and then thinks they've got it all and they go away and they're doing okay and they're doing six figures and they just do that for the rest of their life, and the difference between them and somebody who's doing a seven-figure turnover or getting a seven-figure salary is that that seven-figure person continually comes to events, continually signs up to the membership, is continually there because they know that even though they know majority of what's been said and they're doing it, that they'll get that one thing, just one tiny thing out of each meeting, out of each um, session, out of each talk, that pushes them farther, further down the track and gets them more successful more quickly. And these are the people who may have been in mentoring groups for 20, 30 years. Um, you know, why why is it these people are so successful? And they do, they know, they, they could sit there and spout exactly what the mentor is going to going to tell them. Oh, yeah. But there might be just that one tiny thing that they've missed or that one tiny thing that's new or that one tiny thing that just fits into place that just sends it over the edge. Um, so that you know they were saying the argument for actually joining something and continuing to to work at it and continuing to try and better yourself 
is um, that there is it's far more successful and you're putting less effort into it because I guess when you join a group you meet a whole lot of people and you get have relationships with them you form relationships because you get to know them and over a period of time you, those relationships deepen and you get to know them even more and then there's things that you can that are implicit you don't even have to tell people anymore so there might be things that are not going well for you in your in your business or in your personal yeah. life or whatever and people will just intuitively know that's what's going on and support yeah. you through it yeah um so they it was a really good case for getting in and getting into a group where you are getting information for one but you're also supported to do it because oh, yeah. half the problem is that you can join groups and you get lots of information um but there's no impetus to go away and actually do what's been talked about. Yeah. Um, and you could come back six months later and you hear something else and, and, and you think that's great and you go away and try something and, and then you run out of steam. Um, so I think my key thing is you're not alone. There are groups out there that can do You don't do have that. to be alone at least. You don't have to be alone. Um, yeah, because... There are other people out there who are like you who are alone as well. Um, and if you come together... Sounds so sad. You can sit there I'm, in the meeting and hold hands and be together and you won't be alone. And you can say you miss you and you can cry together. Okay. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> have this but I wank, just thought, I thought the ring. coolest thing was that, that, you know, there's that one thing that you'll learn that will push it all over the edge. So if you're sitting there waiting, just get on and do it. Yeah. Just join yeah, your friends you, in the masturbation gang. <laughs> <laughs> Sit around in a circle and wave your dicks around. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. I agree. All right. First of all, I just uh, while you were talking, I just thought about the thing about the six or seven figures. That's never been important to me, so it may vary. I mean, it depends on the listener here. What do you want to do? For me, it's more personal sovereignty. It's much more important than... than but anyway, whatever your goal, doesn't matter. Why I go to... Why I go to... Uh, and why I participate in the mastermind is... Yeah, of course, I, I get value from it. Uh, and I do stuff. I'm reminded of stuff I might have forgotten. But it's like you say, I could always, you know... It's not necessarily that I have a big takeaway from each meeting but the most important thing for me is that it keeps me sane it keeps me grounded <laughs> no it's true you mean keeps you sane keeps you're not sane you, to start keeps with keeps you sane because when you run a business and you have employees around you your employees won't most of the time they don't get the whole picture and you true. sometimes work against them your family and friends even your spouse uh, my situation is a bit special there because my spouse actually works in the business, so she gets it more than the average spouse, I guess. Uh, but you will have situations where your family, friends, and, and spouse and whatnot doesn't understand. They, they don't understand yeah. what it's about. So this this group, at least for me, helps me. You know, as I said, keep me grounded. It keeps me sane. It, it it's kind of my. Where I can go, and I'm not necessarily looking for support, but if I get resistance from the group, I will know that that is qualified resistance. Whilst if I'm alone in my business and I get resistance from the people around me, from customers, from clients, from staff, from uh, people in the industry, from organisations, from 
you know, even law enforcement. Uh, I can't always. They will always. <laughs> they will always have an agenda. There will be a reason why they're giving you that resistance. Whilst the group will try to, they already know you, and you know that if they give you resistance, it's almost always based on experience. They've been through it. They know what it's yeah. about. They're giving you yeah, resistance yeah, yeah, yeah. because they see that you are a bit, you're off course. You need to be course corrected. You need to find. Or well, you're your... talking at a hole in your ass rather than yeah. actually just. You're being assuming boss. things. So yeah, so they call you out and say, say that you say you, you sit in a meeting and you say that I did this, that, and the other, and the next three months I'm going to do, do these three things, and then they say, why the hell are you going to do that? What what did you base that decision on? Why do you want to do that? What's your yeah. What's your data? What are you do? Why are you doing it? And then there's the accountability, of course, which is that you are actually committing to doing something. That's I, I, I buy the accountability thing for some. On the other hand, if you really want something, it's my opinion that you you know shouldn't always need the accountability. But it depends. It varies from thing to thing. It depends how self-motivated you are. And I guess yeah. I'm a, we're speaking to a lot of people who are very self-motivated on this call because you know if oh, yeah. you own a salon, you're out there, you're doing it, you've actually gone on, got off your ass, started a business. That's quite tough. I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not going to sneeze. Um, so you already sneeze. <laughs> you can leave that in. I can edit. I can edit the sneeze in. <laughs> um, yeah, don't know where that came from. Um, <laughs> Your nose you're probably already self motivated to start with, but there are times when you just think, oh, "This is quite difficult. I can't be bothered. I'm swimming through mud here. It's hard. I think things go wrong. Software goes wrong." Um, you know, for example. First few months of this year, I had no access to uh, internet, really. Uh, so it got me down because I was like, well, I can't do the things I want to do. And everything I wanted to do is like, oh, I need that. I need to do that. I need to start that. I need to finish that. Um, and I just thought the whole world was conspiring against me. Um, but then I had my mem- uh, my um, uh, mastermind group who just said, pull your head out of your ass, cat. You can do lots of other mm-hmm. things and um, just give yeah. yourself some time. It just doesn't really matter. So there is a, that element of accountability um, also that, you know, you, you, you are going to do it, but you might just have some more time to do it. So I find this, uh, yeah, this is interesting because um, <laughs> you, have a, you have a group for people too, don't you? I mean, I'm noticing your group, group you have I a group, do. and I'm a, I'm a member of that group, obviously. And uh, I do see uh, people do post there on the forum and stuff, and they ask questions. And you know, when you're part of that group, you can get uh, you can't get the same kind of, I guess, group bonding as you will if you met in person. But you, it will be a, it will still be kind of a tight, nice forum group. I guess <laughs> realised I said nice, the words tight, tight and nice, group. and that you would take tight those and nice. <laughs> make it pervy. It's very tight. No, it's a tight group, but uh, there's a group of like-minded people, so you can ask you know, questions and do stuff uh, about what you do. You can uh, be, and in you will get safe answers place. from people. In, yeah, a safe place, safe haven. And that's okay. I mean, I guess that's sometimes the biggest stumbling block to actually joining something is, you know, what will they think of me? Do I want to air my dirty laundry in public? Am I going to be judged? Um, I don't want anybody to know about those things. Well, but I think when you join a group, and, and there are, I have to say, you do have to spend the time to find the right one for you. It's not, not a one size fits all. Um, you might do better off in a group that I would not want to touch with a budge pole. 
um, it might just be that's your type of people or you know you you know like attracts like that's how it works um, I've been in mastermind groups before where I've got information and I've got some good stuff out of it but it just hasn't clicked for me um, whether it be the pers- people in it or the person that's running it um, just hasn't hasn't done it for me it hasn't uh, hasn't moistened my gusset so to speak um, so you do have to go and find what works for you and what doesn't it's not uh, it's not a magic formula I don't think no. but yeah but look around and, and see if the person who's running it is, is someone that you would like to emulate someone who is saying the same things as you like to hear or the um and you know has, is getting the results themselves not just saying things but actually you can see from their own um, actions that they are successful because of what they're doing not what somebody else is doing um then that's a good place to start it's a very it good is. place to start it's a good place to start. And it's not just about, <clears throat> sorry, uh, not just about the information either. Um, I would look at things like who's in the group already, because you can have yeah. all these. I call them wanking rings. And people just <laughs> <laughs> sit in the ring. Wanking you know, ring. Nobody what you know what I mean. Well, people just ring. just they, they say the same. They have no real experience. They'll just you know yeah you have to be on Facebook or they just. <laughs> that kind of shit. We have to. Uh, uh, my 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 take on that is that you, you a good clue for joining finding the right group is probably if you feel a little bit not necessarily nervous but a bit when you're attending meetings or something that you're not. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? That you're you're yeah, a little bit you you know that you will be challenged. There will be. Yeah. Yeah. People who are yeah. There's and, and it's like life. There's always going to be people who are more wealthy than you, less wealthy than you, have more knowledge than you, have less knowledge than you. So you want to be involved in that kind of thing where people have got a multitude of um, knowledge, different wealth, different strategies, different ages, uh, different industries. Even is is quite good because you see things on a parallel that sometimes you don't see in your own industry. You'll see it in somebody else's quite easily. Um, yeah, so there's lots of things to consider, but definitely consider it. Definitely be consider becoming part of a mastermind um, or a group, a, a membership, because it it is, like they say, it's that difference between the six-figure salary and the seven-figure one. And like you say, you don't necessarily always want to go for money. That might not be what your thing is, but I tell you what, a seven-figure salary definitely opens up some more doors. Oh, yeah, it does. But that's the, um, I'm not going to go into that <clears throat> in detail now, no. but it's about... What you talked about in an early episode is just asking you the question why a few times until you find yeah. the reason that you want to do something. And then you base it, base your decision and everything else from your kind of final why. So I want to achieve this. How can I f- achieve that, you know, in the fastest way or more efficient, efficient way possible or comfortable way, whatever you choose. Uh, and Very then cool. you choose based on that. And not choose based on like if the guy in there is a, popular guy or says the things you want to hear or stuff like that true so does that conclude yes. this episode then yeah so what um so other than sending us a review what's uh what's next for our dear listeners next for dear listeners is to well i will um i'd like to plug our first of all i would like to plug you Excellent. because you do have a group for salon owners uh, it's called the house of qbv yes. and you can join there for a ridiculous sum of money 
and get access to loads of you get access to cat's knowledge every month in a newsletter and stuff it's it's brilliant you get access to a forum where you can you know join ask questions yeah. as many questions as you want as long month. as you don't ask the same question all over again over and over again yes. you can ask as, as many questions as you want so it's a and I, I, I spend time critiquing your marketing so you can send me all your bits and I can say how to improve it or how good it's going to do. That's Stuff awesome. Like that. Exactly. I tell you and what, then, though, can I, I'm just going to plug something else here because I, oh. I know I shouldn't because I only do one thing, but um, actually <laughs> this is quite timely because I'm, I'm, I, do, I very rarely speak in public and that's only because uh, I'm geographically challenged. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> But um, I'm actually doing a live presentation in Ireland on the 11th of June, and it's in conjunction with the Good Salon Guide, um, and they're a fantastic um, organisation in the UK, Ireland and Malta, who um, uh, sort of rate salons and um, promote salons in that area. And I'm doing a presentation for them. It's three hours, it's a brunch, it's in Cork in Ireland on Monday the 11th of June. Um, and you can buy tickets for it. If you're not a member of Good Selling Guide, it's only 40 euro, which is nothing really. It's like pesos. Um, 30 euro if you're a Good Selling Guide member. Uh, it's with me one-on-one. I'm talking about the five biggest mistakes in you making your business and how you can f- fix them to make your selling grow faster and more exciting. And you can get to ask me questions. There's question time and all sorts of things. So it's, it's a, it'll be a fabulous event. It's probably the first time that Good Selling Guide have done anything in Ireland. Um, and I know that a lot of stuff in the UK gets done in London and um, people complain that no one ever goes out to the um, extremities of the UK. So this is in Cork, Ireland. Uh, if you want more information about it, you can either email me at cat at growyourcellonfast.com, but you'd have to do it soon because it's the 11th of June. Um, and if you want tickets, you can find them on eventbrite.co.uk. Um, and if you just uh, search for catsmith you'll find the tickets there uh, under Business Brunch with Cat Smith. So there you go. There's my plug. Yeah, it was a good plug. And I suggest you go and get those tickets now because what I know from Cat and her talks is that she gets really busy after those talks. So you better actually yeah. attend one of those talks once you can. <laughs> yes. yes. Cat yes, is indeed. a scarce resource. I am. I'm not for everyone. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> On that note. Okay, that's we'll one of the yet another episode in the can. In the can. Yeah. Uh, we'll speak to you next time. We will. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.